the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon, and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, our post-Thanksgiving show, where uh, I think we're all kind of logy. A little bit. Yeah, we've all got, uh, still have tryptophan, uh, uh, not tryptophan poisoning, but uh, tryptophan-induced uh, What's tryptophan? Sleep. That's what's in turkey. Oh. So if you eat lots of turkey, did you get lots of turkey? A reasonable there, amount. Is okay. there more of it in the white or in the dark? I don't know. Do you know? No. Okay. Why would you bring it up if you didn't know, Milton? Well, I didn't bring up that question. He brought that up. I just said we had we had the tryptophan. I do know why there's white meat and dark meat. Why? Okay, so depending on the animal, right. whatever they use the most is going to be more muscular, which would be dark meat. Oh, okay. And whatever they use the least would be white meat. So that hence breast uh, would be white. Um, okay. So an animal that doesn't fly is wing. Doesn't have, yeah. What about brain cells if you don't use those too much? Um, Are they white meat? Sure. What? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, which maybe that explains why ducks that do a lot of flying are kind of gamey. Maybe they're more muscular. No, well, they'd have more dark meat. Okay. Yeah, exactly, which they do. Yeah. All right, so anyway, welcome to Turkey Talk. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Trace on the porch with us, and we'll switch from Turkey Talk to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. So far, we've just been sitting here for about a half an hour, and we've seen about a half dozen trees go home. and yes. uh, new homes. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. You want to talk about what's going on at the nursery, and uh, then we'll talk about next weekend, too. Well, we've got all of our trees in stock, uh, all kinds of different sizes, uh, Fraser fir, Noble fir, and Nordman fir. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all on stands. They've all take, been a fresh cut, put on a stand, and they're drinking water already. Yeah. Which is good, which means when you get them, they're still crisp. They're still, you know, yep, they're, well, they're not crisp, I guess. Crisp is a poor, they're, they're water. They're still resilient, and they fresh. don't drop all their leaves. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, it's really important. Uh, Millburgers has been doing this for a long, long time, and that's why people come back into the nursery year after year to get their tree. So, okay, we got the three, the Nordman, the Noble, and the Fraser. Yes, we do. And we have all different sizes. What's the smallest we have? Uh, five to six. Okay. What's the tallest we have? Uh, Thirteen, I think. Wow, okay, cool. All right, just curious. We've also seen quite a few live trees leave the nursery, too. Yeah, uh, somebody wrote an article about that. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
seems to be a pretty decent article. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we talk about a d- double bang for your bucks. You get a, um, a tree to decorate, and they're they're beautiful. Uh, some of if they have a natural shape, like some of the Arizona cypress and a few others, you they keep the natural shape, but a lot of them are sheared, so they they look just like a prepared Christmas tree. And uh, but then they they're the varieties that are selected for being well adapted to this area, and so they'll put them in the landscape and they'll become part of that landscape. Now we don't hear too much about Aleppo pines except at this time of the year, but if you uh, Kelly Air Force Base was just covered with Aleppo pines, there are mm-hmm. quite a few there still. So they're they're a traditional, you know, straight bowl. Uh, open pine tree, but then there's um, uh, Japanese black pines, Italian stone, Theodore cedar, which is one of my favorites. Yeah, you see a lot of those, uh, especially at the, that mall on I-10. Uh, if you want to see what one of those grows up to look like, that's a great place to go look. Well, we're debating now. In the old days, Jerry and I used to always say, well, expect the uh, Theodore cedar top to get burnt when we are yeah, frozen, frozen out, but now with global warming, we may we may, may not see it. Mine is uh, I suppose twenty foot tall so far. The it Christmas cactus is on sale. Yes, it is. Wow! Sorry, Calvin, I got excited. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just, just 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 be reminded when I see a monarch when I see a yeah. butterfly. <laughs> okay. Or a hummingbird. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so yeah, we were talking about the living Christmas trees. So uh, you can read Calvin's. Did Calvin write the good yeah, article? Calvin's article on uh, my section B. Yeah, section B in At today's the paper got a nice picture of a Aleppo pine. They grow forty to fifty feet tall and have the classic pine shape. Oh, Aleppo. And. Uh, uh-huh. They've got, yes. we've got a lot of the neat uh, uh, rosemaries, too, if you want a real apartment-sized yeah. holiday tree. And uh, and put it out on your, if you put it on your patio. Have you gotten the rosemaries in? I asked about those last week. You said that you're getting some in. Well, we already had some, and we did get more in. Okay, good. Uh, some larger ones. Uh, the smaller ones didn't ship for some reason. That, that, uh... Provides a lot of fragrance indoors, and you can use it in cooking, I guess. I like those. Uh, you've got some of those small Arizona cypress that are really cool. Those little five-gallon ones, yeah. Yeah, I kind of think of them. I, I see those, and I think of a grandpa giving their grandchild a Christmas, their own little Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. And then, you you know, you do go through the after the holidays, you go through the ritual of planting it. And, uh, of course, that's an ideal tree, too, to plant in this landscape. Um, Arizona cypress is pretty invincible. Very nice, very nice tree, too. Yeah. Uh, Xeriscape, a lot of Xeriscape uh, plantings include Arizona cypress. And they have a pretty classic shape, naturally. Oh, yeah. Conifer shape. Sure do. By the way, it's not why we brought it up, because I didn't have my... My screen up, living grown, living container grown trees here at Millburgers, shaped for Christmas, are on sale for 20% off. I knew it. 
Already? Tied it in with his article. Oh, you knew it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Very good. Yeah. So uh, choose from Italian stone pine, Aleppo pine, Leland cypress, blue point juniper, rosemary, sapphire blue cypress, and more. You mean uh, those are the living Christmas trees? Yes. Okay. And we go so far as to mention it to say, don't plant these. Yeah, yeah. Calvin did that. In the uh, old days, we... (laughs) We were pretty, uh, I think we planted almost anything. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, well, play, you know, Virginia pine or... We were high on Alderica lob- or Afghan. Yeah, and, and Loblollies. Yeah. I had some neighbors that <laughs> put a lot of effort into... had a big lot, and they planted the Loblolly pines every 30 feet. And, and it was about... They lasted about five years, and then they... All right. Died off, <laughs> but they they're acid loving pines and they just yeah. don't last long. Yeah, Neil Neil Ferry had a uh, had some thoughts on uh, living Christmas trees, and uh, he he makes a good point. Says if you're buying a living Christmas tree this year, consider if a if it's a plant you'd buy if Christmas were not involved. Is the plant that is perfectly suited for your part of Texas? And uh, all all that you mentioned in your column, and uh, I think all that y'all sell oh, yeah. here uh, are are suited for uh, uh, yard trees. And um, then uh, Calvin gives a few tips about uh, the the trees do best if they're only inside for two weeks. So make that part of the plan. Now, uh, Calvin gives them a little more time than uh, Neil does. He says uh, they shouldn't be kept indoors more than eight to ten days, or uh, they become become very dry and brittle because of the tree indoors. The houses have very low humidity now. The thought crossed my mind. Of course, he he, talk, he talks about uh, watering them. You know, you water them in that root ball uh, periodically, uh, probably every day. Uh, but I, I was thinking uh, if, the, if you could extend that time indoors if you sprayed them with uh, anti-transparent. I would agree. Yeah, well, uh, that keep them from drying off and becoming uh, becoming very well, brittle. And, and you know, you can actually do that with uh, with your Christmas trees or with uh, live, oh, yeah. live wreaths and garlands. Absolutely. Well, and I think yeah, everything. I think that you've got some more time than the, uh, you know. We talked about that last week. I've um, my last two that I did the Arizona cypress and uh, Theodore cedar. Mine were in three weeks without having a, any kind of issue. There didn't appear to be any issue. They just yeah uh, responded the minute they got outside and are still doing well. Hey, we've got a call already. Doug is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Doug, what you doing, man? What's going on today? Hey, when it comes to my green thumb, I go by Danielle Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L, on Google. She says forced marriage with captors in her... Uh, He's physically toxic. Children are marketed. Pumps children when they're unhealthy. There's no escaping it. 
I'm no longer an agent of my own desire, but of his. Forced marriage. Read the responses from Macy and Jade Carnicell. Relax, blogger. Says, although we're all here together, there's little chance I'll be able to interact in front of him. It's in her 1387 WordPress. Danielle, S-I-T-E-L. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks for what? I don't know. I'm not sure I understood. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. With with your plant question. Yes, plant (laughs) questions only, please. When I uh, walked through the living Christmas tree, the big ones had a tag on them. It says, uh, uh, we transplant and guarantee. Y'all don't transplant the living Christmas tree, do you? Uh, the only ones that would have said that would have been the uh, Cedar Diodoras, I believe. Okay. And they're they're big enough. Okay. But they're, yeah. There's a tag on them. Well, Milberger's has a general gar- no, guarantee for I don't plants. Think, I don't think so, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... And the, the the idea of them planting them, it just gives a, extends the... Yeah, but the only problem there is if they take it home and have it inside, we're not going to go back out to their house, pull it out of their house and plant it. Right. It, right. Would, it would be, it would stay here till we actually plant it. And that's, the, uh, that's one of the keys, too, to uh, using a living Christmas tree. Part of that planning, you got to have the, the help to get it in and the plan to get it out and get that whole dog... You want to have that hole ready when you're going when you put it out yeah. there, and pick a pick a tree that pick the tree combination the one you want to decorate looks the way you want it in the uh, decoration setting, but also one that does fit into your landscape and the, that you have room right. for. Full sun, all these are full sun trees. I think all that uh, Millburger sells here are are recommended variety. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Neil, uh, Neil brought up the point of uh, trees acclimate to warm conditions indoors. When we put them outside in late December, they may not be able to handle the sub-freezing weather. I don't think that pertains to us down here in South Texas. Uh, we, we, our temperature is usually... Unless unless we have a few hard, for, really extremely hard freezes, but I don't think you have to worry about uh, well, the, you, the tree losing its basically its hardiness. Yeah, I don't either. It just it is re- reasonable, I suppose, to have some uh, uh, expectations of if you go from one severe, very hot to very cold. But we just, I just can't imagine. I don't remember no. when that's ever occurred. Especially not the ones we recommend. I guess if we uh, we talk about sometimes with uh, freezing weather, it's always tougher on trees when they come off of a nice warm summer, still in growing mode, and then the, that blue norther comes down and yeah, yeah, and freezes them. So that kind of a situation that was duplicated might be a threat. But just use common sense, and they. Lots, there's lots and lots of gardeners out there that have been successful with those, with living Christmas trees. So, do you do you sell? Do y'all sell uh, Marinelle holly? I, I believe I have some in Baldwin Burlap. Oh, okay. Uh, Neil recommends it. It's pyramidal mm-hmm. in form. 
it has a Christmas tree written all over it, and it's it's a holly. So uh, it's very very well adapted. I think there's two or three in containers out here, and then the rest would be bottled in Berlin. Okay, good. Uh, but anyway, the, uh, the, that's that is a choice that uh, that you need to make, and we've made some mistakes in the past. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> but that Eldera Capine. Oh gosh, yeah. Every, uh, everybody would promote that thing. Oh gosh, yeah. It was. It did it so well. I remember when I first came here to. Yeah. Uh, to San Antonio area, that was one that we recommended and that was planted and growing well. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Growed well the first couple of years. Well, even long, some of them did long. Eight to ten. Yeah. Uh, but then they they uh, got, uh, they were susceptible to Insect fungal and diseases. Yeah. yeah. And they, there are not too many out there now. Be hard pressed to find That's right. Them. That's right. And uh, interesting that about that, we said, well, uh, we have more moisture here or high humidity here than does Afghanistan, where the tree came from. But uh, they even died in El Paso, in extreme West Texas. Hmm. I talked to the horticulturists out there, and uh, they said they even died in that 8 to 10 year period I, even in El Paso so anyway thankfully y'all not selling that uh, this year but there may be some other nurseries in town it's probably been 15 years since I've even seen one is that right yeah. okay that's good I think yeah you're more <laughs> I haven't seen a, even a Virginia pine in a while but I'm sure there might be some there's probably some out there of cut Christmas trees for sure all right, so let's see some other stuff, and then we have a commercial. The commercial is going to talk about all the activity that's happening here next Saturday and next Sunday. I oh, will just tell people Santa is going to be here. <laughs> no, yes, he will. Santa's going to be here taking pictures. So if you want to get a uh, a picture with Santa, and it's 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 the Santa. We've we've this is got the real one. We fingerprinted him and ID'd him. Yeah, this is the. You real know, he one. had a lot of helpers. He does. He has to because he's coming here next weekend, and this is his busy season, yet he likes Millburgers enough to come out. Yeah. Uh, no reindeer, though. No reindeer. I think that since a couple years ago, that didn't work out real well. Although, so if you saw Roger, we could call him <laughs> and see his hat. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He could sit with Roger. <clears throat> Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Roger, Vixen. Yes. Um, <clears throat> And so let's see. But Saturday is the traditional open house. So every year, Millburgers has a big open house celebration. That's kind of when everybody comes to buy their trees. Uh, you can come anytime, by the way. Uh, but um, we're going to have. Now would be great. Yeah, yeah, now would be. Lots of, lots of staff selection. here. And yeah, good selection. Tree. Lots of folks to help you. There's a lot of people picking them out. When I yeah. walked up, uh, they were. <laughs> I always like to watch people pick them out. You know, they. Walk around and look at every angle. It's not like the old days, though. Uh, Trace said they come back to the very first one they look at. Uh, almost, almost always. Yeah. Uh, now these t- these trees are. You. Uh, it's almost it's almost impossible to make an error. Oh yeah. gosh, they all look really great. They really yeah. do. You need to come by and check them out. But that wasn't the case in the old days. Uh, there were several trees I made major errors on. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, you had to watch the side that you, uh, you had, there was a front and a back. 
But these I will have. Well, and then fronts. Then the, and then the trees were more susceptible to drying out and poor oh, care, yeah. poor care when they got. So, so they, they, these are these are spectacular. Well, well their stand yeah. has had that. Yeah. Reno- have, uh, revolutionized the horrible Christmas tree stand that we used to have. Buy from Sears. It's still still in the uh, newspaper and the cartoons. They a, a lot of the cartoons about the cats knocking the trees oh, over and the yeah. dogs knocking the trees over. <laughs> so um, let's see. So traditional. The Saturday is the traditional open house with uh, did we break carolers? In? You're okay with carolers and. Uh, with uh, train, the, tr- uh, the train, the bounce house, the um, we're going to have roasted corn. Oh, I got my cheat sheet. What am I doing? <laughs> we got roasted corn for a donation to the Salvation Army. Funnel cakes uh, uh, for a donation to the Salvation Army. Santa will be here. Hot chocolate, wassail, popcorn. The Fiesta City Chorus of Sweet Adelines will be singing Christmas carols. And then it's the Cowboy Christmas uh, with uh, hot chili and cool music. Little Red Choo Choo chugging all around. The funnel cakes again. Uh, the Texas Weather Band playing the best in uh, traditional and Americana country music. A balloon artist. Oh, where is the face painting? Uh, did I mention the face painting? No. Okay. So face painting on Saturday. Uh, balloon artist, uh, and they are artists. I'm telling you, these things they, are they're hidden, so that Mil- so Milton won't find them. No, nah, they just move them to the side, so I can't. And I don't have to stare at them, going, "Make me something." Just just um, ask the staff, and they'll direct. I thought one of them make an actual balloon Christmas tree. Oh, how cool uh, is that? Was, was neat. That'd be neat. Maybe I'll ask them to do that. Uh, it's from 11 to 3 for a donation to the Salvation Army. Santa will be here. There's hot chili, courtesy of Nature's Creation. Hot chocolate, wassail, popcorn, roasted corn. So come on out and uh, mark your calendar. Plan to be a part of that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Then pick up an angel from the angel tree uh, here at Millburgers. How's it looking? Are there angels uh, going home? Yeah, there's angels going home, and we've already gotten people bringing gifts back. Yay! So, so what That's that is, a- these are for... Saw them moving some gifts in. Did they? Yeah, Stacy had two yeah. of them. Yeah, got returned uh, today. So you uh, don't forget the silver angel. So you, yeah, Jerry. Jerry doesn't <laughs> wants you just just to <laughs> bypass the tree. Come up here, ask him what he wants for Christmas. Go buy it and return it before the show is over. There you go. That works. <laughs> the, the See, I, can, I can think he's he's wanting chlordane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, if it ends in uh, Dane or Ein, yeah. bring, uh, bring your DDT or Diazanon or thing. That's right. Um, <laughs> That'll he, be my Christmas present. I'm getting kinkles for they, Christmas. They can clean out their garage and bring it all to uh, Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. What a Christmas that would be. Um so anyway, uh, the Angel Tree is a, a project of the Salvation Army. There are, I think, 7,200 children and families that are a part of it. I don't remember how many seniors, but these are folks that uh, that uh, would not be getting gifts on Christmas, uh, and you're helping out. You pick an angel, uh, an ornament, if you will. It's, it's a piece of paper off the Angel Tree, uh, and it tells you what they're looking for. Uh, for the seniors, it's more practical, but I'm glad they do it because the impact of that is uh, that it's uh, – not only uh, a gift, but also for someone who could be very lonely at this time of year. It's just kind of something saying, hey, we're, we're thinking about you and stuff. So uh, you can come on out to the nursery and get that. Uh, you can do that anytime. And you can actually, a good time to do that would be today. 
Uh, you can get your tree or not. Uh, but if you're going to get it next week, and then come out next week with your gift. And then you're, you're, you're done. If they come out this week, too, they isn't, can. Isn't there going to be something else really big here that's not normally seen? Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard. I know what you're talking. Yeah. Is it? I know. Have oh, the big kettle. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard. I haven't gotten confirmation. Okay. So yeah. next week we may have a huge kettle that you can take pictures with for the Salvation Army. Uh, we may have a bell ringer, uh, but uh, mill burgers may have little uh, and uh, just the little jars on the stuff that you can yes. donate. So. Yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. Plus, don't forget that Christmas trees, a portion of the sale of the Christmas trees, the uh, fresh-cut trees, uh, goes to uh, help the Salvation Army, too. So uh, you guys have been real generous, and uh, uh, Mill Burgers donates that portion of the sale back to the Christmas tree. So cool. All right, we've got to take a break real quick. We'll come back in just a second. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Mill Burgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you haven't marked your calendar yet, mark it. December 7th, December 8th is Millburgers Annual Open House Weekend for Christmas, and it contains two great days of two different activities that are both a lot of fun. Saturday, December 7th, is Millburgers Traditional Open House with all kinds of fun. First off, Santa's going to be there from 11 till 3, so it's a great opportunity for you to take family fun photos. There's free hot chocolate, wassail, popcorn, roasted corn for just a donation to the Salvation Army, and for a donation to the Salvation Army, face painting from 11 to 3. Enjoy the sweet Adelines as they carol throughout the nursery and ride the little red choo-choo from 11 to 3. Then on Sunday, it's the cowboy tradition with the little red choo-choo, roasted corn, funnel cakes, hot chocolate wassail, hot chili from nature's creation from 11 till the pot runs dry, the Texas weather band, a balloon artist, and come by and see Santa again from 11 to 3 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of today's show. You know what I'd like to do is get a report on uh, the um, GVST uh, class. Uh, what was it? The, the, last Monday? Yeah. Yeah, oh, was it yeah. the gardening essentials? Yes, uh, they had two. You know, they had two great speakers there, and I was wondering how the uh, attendance was and uh, how the response was. So it's, maybe uh, somebody that's attended it. Yeah, I'm sure some of the audience uh, folks have it, did attend it, and tell us uh, what they thought of it. And we've already gotten next month's uh, agenda, which I have right in front of me. Oh. Man, their their uh, uh, programs person, their public relations guy is on the ball. I need something. That Maybe, is good. Maybe we shouldn't uh, announce it, Jerry, till we get a report on the last one. Oh, kind of a. Uh, the next one will be December the sixteenth, Monday, at the Garden Center. And guess who's doing the first presentation from twelve fifteen to one fifteen? I don't Claudette. know. Roger. Oh. Do you know Claudette? I know Claudette, yeah. <laughs> Claudette works uh, hot and heavy here in the uh, Certified Butterfly Garden, plus mm-hmm. she's uh, generally a skillful 
Gardner. She used to sell raffle tickets to our birds. Oh, yeah, yeah she was very successful at it. Yeah, she really was. But anyway, she's going to be talking about how to properly care and maintain your holiday treasures. So that'll that'll talk about living Christmas trees and poinsettias and probably seasonal plants uh, like uh, Christmas cactus. Phalaenopsis mm-hmm. orchids, maybe. Phalaen- yeah, probably Phalaenopsis orchids. And even uh, cyclamen, which is kind of a complex story. Yeah. You can really take care of them in, inside. They'll last forever, but um, a lot of folks don't want to do that. Yeah, she will also be bringing other items and tips on how to protect your yards, yards and landscaping. She's uh, in the she's, she's in the turf grass varieties too. Uh, that's twelve fifteen at to one fifteen. Then the second presentation. I don't know this guy. I, I seem like I've heard him. Yeah, I've heard of him. David Rodriguez. No. Will be presenting from one thirty to two thirty. Oh, it doesn't sound familiar. It's my Airedale. <laughs> and uh, his topic is two two thousand nineteen is almost gone. What should you do to get ready for you get ready in your yard, beds, and landscaping for twenty twenty? That's by David Rodriguez. Bear County Extension Agent in Horticulture. and um, But he's learned from some really masters. I've is heard. that right? Yeah. George Wexler. <laughs> David uh, has been, he uh, says he grew up in San Antonio working in and around nurseries since the age of 10. Oh, my gosh. He, he worked, for, worked for, I think, I think he worked for Grimm's first. Grimm's there. I he think might his be daddy right. worked with Grimm's. He might be right. Uh, Grimm's is out of business now. Yeah. And who did he work for so after that? Wolf. So Wolf's How out they of business, doing? too. Huh? How they doing? Uh, not real well. Oh. <laughs> is there a trend here? Yeah. There <laughs> is. A serious trend. Oh, dear. And he graduated from Texas A&M. They're still there. He is, he is passionate in what he does and in teaching others. Oh. And uh, hey, listen to this, Milton. According, they gave you gave they gave Jerry and I credit for your, yeah. your statement here. It, oh. sa- it says according to Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Yeah. So, I know who wrote this. If it grows, he knows. Oh, that's not my statement. <laughs> I read that on his press material. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Or some, somebody else said it to you. I can't take credit for it. If it grows, he knows. So true. Th- that's two pretty good speakers there. A lot of local experience. And that's going to be on uh, December the 16th. So, Mark, oh. got Monday, December the 16th. Okay. But yeah, we're, uh, but we're not going to announce it unless we get a report on this. That's right. We, we, we're not going to tell you about this at all. Until we get that report on the, la- the last one that Karen and, uh, help me, who is the uh, arborist? Uh, yeah, the... Uh, David. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Speaking of, speaking of being in the nursery <laughs> since they were 10 years old. Hey, there. Hey, nice. That's Gentry. Oh, cool. 
Gentry's Garden Center out of Laredo. Oh, my goodness. And now you're working for who? Mortaleros. Mortaleros? Keeping them in line. <laughs> okay. Good to see you. Cool. He just wanted to make us. He wanted to make a stop before you got too old to recognize him. Here. I'll always recognize the gentry. Plant hunting in Laredo all the time for the yeah. Esperanzas and the firebush. And <laughs> That's what he. Oh, he he yeah, talks the, about that. You know where we found this thing <laughs> in Laredo. <laughs> so. They they always the gentry always had a a special plant. That they would show me when I oh really came down there to to put on the market. Sound familiar? It sounds like Fanix in the old yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're the Fanix of Laredo. Yes, uh, yeah. one of the Fanix of Laredo. I, when I first got here, uh, within days I had to make the trip to see old Mister Fanix and took me on a tour and that <laughs> on the buggy identify yeah identify a few plants that I, <laughs> I had to watch out for and be ready to on promote the, on the buggy uh but uh uh his his brother is a head landscaper uh at texas a&m university oh wow all of their campuses his, oh, his, okay. young, his younger brother okay i was thinking uh, he's on this Heads up the staff, not the. He's not a yeah, professor. He's, yeah. Yeah. No, he's a, he's a landscape. Uh-huh. Land, he's head of all the landscape architect or landscape uh, team. Yeah. People to take care of the campus, and so uh, they're all good people, come from good parents. <laughs> but anyway, uh, market calendars for uh, Monday, December sixteenth, twelve p.m. to three p.m. Free and open to the public. Okay. However, five dollar donation is appreciated. And it's got requested on there now. Oh. Oh. And there's uh, there's always a uh, a pretty fair lunch. A light potluck provided, and items are always welcome. In other words, you can bring you. I always always bring something that I'm going to eat. That way, that way you won't be disappointed. Plant sale and swap. They're mm-hmm. going to have a plant sale and swap. Door prizes and uh, whatever. Sponsored by or promoted or put on by uh, Garden Volunteers. Uh, South Texas. Dot org. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. But if you'd like to give us a review of last month's... Uh, uh, gardening essentials class you can do that as well 210-308-8867 a beautiful day out of here at millburgers another tree is going home with somebody right now we're watching that so i think we're we're probably close to 10 uh since about eleven thirty, i yeah. guess so uh, yeah so milton, milton's got on the shorts and short sleeve shirt yeah i'm enjoying the day yes. you gonna have that on tomorrow milton i think the weather's about the same isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah so, uh, yeah, it's a pretty day to come on oh, out to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Clearing up, too. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Um, you know, what's neat to me is um, I still see some plants that I would, even after the cold weather and stuff and the change, although this is a beautiful day for it, um, 
that we you know we always have them on sale here in the hanging baskets real pretty all the pretty colors they're real tall it has like the spiky blooms uh bougainvillea yes yes yeah i see them all around the neighborhood (laughs) still uh which is weird oh yeah so well mine have uh uh true to prediction uh, if you get a few days with a uh, under 40 degree that yeah. mine blooms are falling off and uh, oh, okay. even the foliage has started to fall off. We don't, uh, they're, they're so inexpensive. Okay. We don't, you know, we don't put them in the greenhouse and try to fit everything in there yeah. anymore like we used to. So we just get new ones in the spring. You get, you know, when you get them, they're blooming and then they're, and they <laughs> got the size. Yeah, and you don't. You don't have to get attacked by them every time you go in the greenhouse all winter. You mean they got thorns? Oh, they got thorns. <laughs> they don't look like it, but they, they're they deceptive. They, yeah, you had some, what was the guy that you were talking about last week? Oh, Phil Hovey? Yeah. Was he an expert? Kind of was his specialty? Yeah. He, he uh, recommended you not cut them back until after you took them out. Of the greenhouse, but I I always questioned whether he was giggling to himself because he because <laughs> he knew that the, the, those bougainvilleas will get scratched. I think everybody. most of, most of them were tied up by his help. That's true, <laughs> or That's his true. wife, one of those. That's true. But uh, anyway, he believed that he was good with them. Gosh, he was right. good, yeah. Hey, before we go to break, let's talk to Matt calling us about a holly tree issue. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What you say, Matt? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, so I've got a couple questions. One is I just wanted a general idea of what you think of, is it called Barbados cherry? Kind of an, I think it's kind of an old-fashioned type of shrub. And then the other question I have is about yopon. I have a standard tree form that it always looks real good, and then just all of a sudden a good portion of the inner interior of it died and a couple of limbs sticking out, but the rest of it looks fine. Hmm. Is it a standard yopon? Well, I, I mean, I is it a standard. tall? Does it grow tall or is it dwarf? It's the tall form, but it's the weeping. Okay. Well, that's pretty common. Uh, you mean the dying? It's not very common. Is oh, it? did you say dying? I thought you said they were initiating growth in the center. They, the no, some of the no, center branches the die. Oh, the center branches are dying out? Yeah, and, and not just where it's not getting sun, for example, but it, it's a few in the center off of the main trunk, and then just a couple of the limbs about midway up, and I'd say the tree's about 12 foot tall maybe. Yeah, how long has it been planted? Mm, 20 plus years. 20 years? <laughs> huh. Yes. No, well, it's no, not, it's no, not no, anything, it's... a string mower or anything hit. No. Oh. No, no sir. Uh, the only th- only time I've ever seen uh, hollies, all, and I put them all together, have dieback is when they dry out. And we we had an extremely dry year. It's possible that a tree that big uh, could have dried up a little bit, and that's the way it uh, expresses itself. But uh, there there's no insect or disease that causes that. Is there? There's no. I take it there's no symptom there on those branches in particular. No, 
uh, swelling or sores or anything there? No, sir. It, it, you know, I'd be more along the lines of what Dr. Parsons said, which is that, yeah. you know, it gave up the ghost on a few of the limbs, just, you know, aborted them or whatever the term is, because the rest of the tree looks fine. And, I mean, I thought it had enough water this year, and it's certainly not in an area that gets too much. But uh, it was just funny. Just all of a sudden, they turn yellow-brown, and then they're dead. But just those limbs, or, or branches, I guess they are. Yeah, that's, especially when it's a 20-plus-year-old plant. Uh, you, you, lose very, you, you lose some branches off of them, but usually not a pattern like that. And uh, Jerry mentioned that uh, some of the some of them are susceptible to drying out, but I, I always think of Yo, the standard yopon as being the least susceptible. Oh yeah, to drying. it absolutely yeah. is. Uh, how, how 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 were you watering it this this fall this summer? Oh, just you know maybe a couple of times a month. I just throw the hose on it and let it run overnight. Not not a bunch, but drip on it. Yeah overnight. yeah right. Now there's no, there was no change. I mean, there was no leak in the irrigation or anything like that. No, sir. That you can think of. No. Huh. Should I well, just yeah. say yes? So that'll solve it then, right? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it almost sounds like what you have to do is just cut, cut that. Yeah, it's got the bright. And if it's fine. now, if it's just a uh, kind of a drought reaction, then you should get some growth back. Yeah, in there. What are you What are you going to do with that Barbados cherry? Well, I just I don't have one. I'm just kind of thought they were cool looking and seemed kind of like an old fashioned type of plant. And I just wondered what your yeah. thoughts were on them. Yeah, it, yeah. it is an old fashioned plant, and uh, the berries. That's one of Greg Grant's favorite plants. The berries have uh, the daily uh, daily amount of vitamin A that you need uh, per day, like I say, per daily. Wow. And uh, the, it had little beautiful red berries on it. They're small. The birds love them. Yeah, the birds love they them. They don't, quite often, they don't, <laughs> they don't stay long because the birds get them. But, uh, I, and I've grown it. It's a slow grower, uh, and it can freeze back. Okay. I was trying to re- remember, I guess... I guess it's kind of like an old-fashioned growth habit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not a discipline thing. Uh-uh. But it's wide okay, so open. I got it more in a kind of a, kind of a wild, wildscape area, that would be okay. Okay. Oh, gosh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the, with those ber- the berries and the foliage is kind of attractive, too. So. Yeah, have, you, have you found a nursery that has one? <laughs> no, I've just found one that maybe I can take some cuttings off of and cross my fingers. Oh, okay. Now, Millburgers used to. Yeah, I don't know if Millburgers had them or not. We'll let when Trace comes yeah, back, we'll, we'll ask, ask him. Cool. Well, so okay. keep I'll, listening. I'll okay. listen in. Okay, okay, thank you. Thanks, man. Good call. 210-308-8867. we got to take a break. But, Tim, you hang on the line a sec. We're going to talk to you just after this. Thanks for waiting through the break. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 M. Boulevardy Road. If you haven't marked your calendar yet, mark it. December 7th, December 8th is Millburgers Annual Open House Weekend for Christmas, and it contains two great days of two different activities that are both a lot of fun. Saturday, December 7th is Millburgers Traditional Open House with all kinds of fun. First off, Santa's going to be there from 11 till 3, so it's a great opportunity for you to take family fun photos. There's free hot chocolate, wassail, popcorn, roasted corn for just a donation to the Salvation Army, and for a donation to the Salvation Army, face painting from 11 to 3. Enjoy the sweet Adelines as they carol throughout the nursery and ride the little red choo-choo from 11 to 3. Then on Sunday, it's the cowboy tradition with the little red choo-choo, roasted corn, funnel cakes, hot chocolate, wassail, hot chili from nature's creation from 11 till the pot runs dry, the Texas weather band, a balloon artist, and come by and see Santa again from 11 to 3 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, 866-308-8867. Tim has been so patient. Thanks for waiting on the line, Tim. Let's see if you're still there. Tim, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> all right. Thanks, man. So I listen to you all, all the time. Hey, um, I got a question about a pineapple. Uh, okay. I got a little pineapple plant because my daughter liked the pineapple. It was a little it's cute, so you know? cute. <laughs> yeah, but it grew, it grew to about the size of a softball, and it got ripe, and it was really good. But it's kind of small. But a little, a little pup plant shot off it in the... And... Now it's about a foot and a half tall and about hey. two and a half feet wide, and uh, no more pineapples yet. Will it make another pineapple, or is it just going to be a pretty plant? Um, it will make a another pineapple when it gets a little bit larger. How, how, how tall is it now? Or did I mean uh, you you got it planted and it's rooted and stuff like that, well, right? It's in a pot. It's in, it's in a pot. Okay. How tall is it? It's about a, it's about a foot and a half tall and about two and a half feet wide. Okay, uh, they're still small. Oh, really? I don't uh, know how big they get. Yeah, they get uh, they'll get uh, ten to twelve, twelve to fourteen inches tall. They even tall. Oh, mine's oh, mine's mine's a foot and a half. Okay, two and a half feet <laughs> wide. And then it then it'll uh, send up a a stalk, and uh, which will have a, a miniature pineapple on it. And you let it, you let that grow for a period of time, and then uh, when it gets bigger, it's, it's green all this time that it's growing. When it gets bigger, you uh, you put a uh, plastic bag over it. And put some uh, apple pieces. In other words, cut up apple pieces in there, in the cut up bag. Uh, that's that's covering the. Uh, it's covering the plant, covering the the uh, fruit. Uh huh. And that and that that releases ethylene, uh, which uh, ripens the pineapple. Oh, okay. Will they will they keep doing that over and over? Like every year or something. No, like that? no, 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 no. Uh, 
you only get one more pie. You get one more pineapple out of the uh, of the uh, out of the top that you've rooted. Uh, now, okay. if That's you if you good. if you take the top out of the one that that you rooted, <laughs> uh, the one that you made and made a pineapple of, take that top. It'll produce another another pineapple down the road. Oh, okay. So that's why mine's not. I didn't do that. I kept the bottom part of the plant. It is not making any more. I guess it only makes one time. Yeah, yeah. Now, what I'm talking about making making again is the uh, the top. The top that you... Did you cut off the top and, and uh, let yeah, it heal? No, I, I, no, I cut... I didn't do that. I uh, I took the whole pineapple and then I left the bottom part of the plant, like it shot another little pup off the side, and that's the one I saved. I didn't say oh. anything to do with the plant. That's weird. So. <laughs> I never heard it done that way. Sago sounds like a sago palm. Yeah. So uh, I'm probably not going to uh, make another one then that way. Just be a pretty plant, right? Right, right. Uh, more, okay. Most most people just take that uh, top top foliage off. And you can with some of the uh, the cap, the yeah, cap. the cap off. Okay, of the, I didn't know of that. the fruit, and then you you let it uh, lay on the counter for three to five days, so it heals over, okay. and then you then you put it in uh, in potting mix, more potting oh, okay. mix, and it roots out from that that cap. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm, I'm not know. sure what the su- a sucker like that would do. <laughs> it it may, yeah, it may it may produce something. But produce a pineapple. Eventually, it, it, it would be a pup. Yeah, they're you know, uh, attractive. And you you said there it's an attractive plant, isn't it? Yeah, it's really pretty. But I remember yeah. that the, the the original plant that was attached to the pineapple. I think if I'm right, I think it died, and this was the pup that was left. And I left that one yeah. in there. Okay. Well, yeah, keep it keep it a while and just see what happens. Yeah, I think it'll produce pineapple a little bit oh. later. Okay, cool. All right, well, thank y'all. Sounds thank great. You Sounds good. good question, yeah. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free 866-308-8867. You went and rescued that dog. I did. I have to had to run out there and give that, the Airedale a little... Uh, my cup, so she could have a she could have a drink. What she, made you think she was thirsty? She because her her mom and dad they were trying to make her drink out of the mud puddle. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> and she was not she not just she knew better. I think She's a city she, dog. She don't drink out of yeah. the mud puddle. I think she was also trying to drink out of the uh, Christmas trees. Oh, <laughs> that's a smart dog. Yeah, my my dog won't even. Drink out of her bowl, his bowl, unless it's clean. Oh, really? Mine. Uh, and uh, you know, we had bird dogs and stuff. They drink out of mud holes, uh, ponds, uh, yes. everything else. Our Westies are the same. Uh, Dar- <laughs> Darcy will lay down in a mud puddle. Flat yeah, yeah, and then, cool. And then just drink as she's, you know, as the water's washing up over her side. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real dog. Then. Yeah. Okay, I have some bookkeeping I need to do. Oh, okay. 
Uh, has your lettuce come up? Crawford oh. lettuce come no, up? No, it hasn't. Uh, what is wrong with his lettuce? And I got it. I came, I came to Milberger's uh, <laughs> during the week and bought some more, more of those wonderful stocks, and oh, and and, and some violas, and then I got another free uh, <laughs> container of the the lettuce seed, and so I planted it again. But I. And I planted it in a second, a different garden to see if it. Oh, okay, on top of the ground, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Didn't cover it with anything. <laughs> I I got uh, when I was sending out the free seed. I got uh, uh, eleven people. Uh oh, we're gonna have to hold this for a second. Mrs. Cole, if you're that out there in Hondo, give Ms. us a call. Miss Cole. C-O-L-E. All right. Give us a call at 210-308-8867. That's the same number you can call with your gardening questions at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road right here on 930 AM. The answer will be right back. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Lots of pretty cyclamen here at the nursery. Uh, yeah. And as the sun breaks out, uh, you can see the all the bright colors of the pansies and... Uh, what is the dark maroonish flower? Is that a petunia in front of us? We're on the first bench? I think it is, yeah. Okay. And, of course, there's dianthus up there. Yeah. And then... Uh, there are more stocks. And there's some... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, the stock plants really look good. They're not blooming yet. Just the, yeah. the buds are just showing. Snapdragons, uh, lots of different snapdragons. There's uh, the uh, oh, some rockets, yeah. which are my favorite... And then there's another one that I the sonnet that I like. It's not as tall as the rocket, but uh, really uh, disciplined, grow bright, bright flowers, and they bloom much faster. <laughs> I've got them both in a cut flower garden, and you can really see the difference. Yeah, I, I walked through right next to the faceless pansies, the yellow. Yeah, and the, the fragrance is yeah. there. Yeah, the fragrance definitely is there. It it's it's not like uh, traces of early in the morning fragrance. Thanks. It's there all the time. <laughs> but uh, the faceless pansies seem to have more fragrance than the ones with the little faces on. Faceless, I always call them clear face. <laughs> oh. It's just such a, a no personality kind of a description. <laughs> Okay, getting back to my uh, uh, paperwork here. Uh, like I said, Mrs. Cole in Hondo, Texas, uh, sent me 11 requests right. for the 
uh, Crawford retweeting Lettucey. Okay. Of which I sent all, sent them, thank you, sent them all to, sent them out. I got two letters back, two addresses back that they couldn't, they couldn't find them, find the address. Oh, so we need to get the. Uh, uh, one of them was uh, named Francis Smith, and he's in San Antonio, or she's in San Antonio. Francis Smith, but uh, that le- letter and uh, that got uh, kicked the, back. the seed was sent back. Okay. Also, there, there's a guy in Hondo named Jack... H-E-A-L-H, the way I read it. And uh, his got sent back, too. Okay, so they... Uh, at, I had put my return address on there, and uh, but uh, if, if either, in, either one of those two people are listening, or maybe Mrs. Cole is listening, y'all can give me the uh, correct address, and I'll uh, send the... Crawford receding letters out. To well, yeah, call Barry here at the station at 210 Oh, thank you. 210 <laughs> He'll, he'll yep. help you out. Give us reports, too, on uh, uh, the Crawford lettuce germination. Uh-oh. I'm trying to determine it's if it's... coming up for everybody but you, Calvin. I don't... You know, I, I'll believe it when I hear some reports. Uh. <laughs> uh, so when did you plant yours? How, when did I? How many times? Well, it was the, last, the, last the sixth, time. the sixth, or seventh. The time. last time, uh, I planted uh, uh, two days ago. All right, so comes up three days. So tomorrow day. you should see it. So I have not planted mine yet. I'll plant mine, and so by next weekend, <laughs> one of us at least should be talking about. And I got all. And you got you got new fresh seed. I think so. Okay, from here. Yeah. Okay. I can, then I also got all the old seed that I had, which was about 12, 15 packets, <laughs> and planted all those. Oh, it's, no. It's real, you know, relatively thick. I don't watch it. They're all going to come up <laughs> yeah, at once. Uh, that's kind of what I did la- last year. <laughs> I had o- older seed, but and I put it real thick, and boy, it came up thick. Another thing that happened last week... Uh, you remember I promised to get Billy's, uh, Billy McKenzie's uh, pecan fudge pie recipe on mm-hmm. before Thanksgiving? It was on It was on plantanswers.com in the topics of the month by Wednesday morning. So uh, I'd be interested if anybody tried to make it. Say what? And uh, we're we're yeah, gonna we're gonna yeah, leave it up through th- through uh, Christmas probably, and uh, so so that you can enjoy Billy and uh, Karina's uh, pecan fudge pie recipe. Uh, it is different than any of the other recipes we have on the on the mark on the uh, web right now, and the deal is. Uh, I did add a little to it. Oh. Uh, I added a little to the recipe uh, concerning how long to leave in the oven. Mm-hmm. And uh, not not to let it, 
uh, burst into flame. Thank you. That's I, nice. I think I credited you to that. Thanks. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk to Annette calling us at 210 308 Annette, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing wonderful. I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you all did too. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, I was calling to thank Dr. Parsons for sending me the. Um, the lettuce seeds and my I live on the southeast side of San Antonio kind of close to Phoenix and I felt bad when he was saying like everybody that was requesting the lettuce seeds because they were from all out of town but I wanted to explain my situation I was in a, in a bad accident in June and I'm pretty much homebound and I can't drive <laughs> so that's why I requested the seeds because I can't get up to get the well, great. Okay, well, we don't mind that. Forgiven. That I'm going to send yeah. Dr. Parsons. It's ready to go stamped, but I, I, I'll get it to the I'll get it to the post office. But I just wanted to let him know that my seeds are coming up. I've scattered. Oh, okay, Kevin. Did yours come up in the three days that they were supposed to? How long did it take? Uh, it took about a week. I scattered we know. Them in the back, but, but, but I scattered them in the back where my garden is, but I have chickens. So I don't know if they had something to do with that. <laughs> that I, you know, maybe it took longer, or maybe they got a few of the early ones. But yeah, yeah. chicken, the, ch- chicken will eat that lettuce. Oh, they will? Oh, oh yeah. Chicken love lettuce. Yeah. Well, I and that's even... partially why I did it, was to, to have something to give to them as well, for us. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty, but I, I planted... I, I scattered the seeds out front in some of my flower beds because I kind of like mixing everything together. So, and there, those I have them in with some cilantro seeds as well, and so they're all kind of coming up together. Sounds good. No, yeah. what can I think of? And and that, those were the old seeds. No, that yeah, they were the, the, I sent out the old seed. Do you have any chick? Can you lend Calvin your chickens? No, <laughs> no but I have. I have lots of lesser goldfinches, and oh, yeah. I don't think those are the chickens of the sky, aren't they? The little, uh. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to send me an envelope or anything. No, we appreciate no, I, the call, I though. I am because it meant so much to me, and I'm so thankful that, and it it really meant a lot that you actually went through and, and sent it to me. And I, like I said, when when you're housebound and it really means a lot when people go through with what you mean you really realize the kindness of people and i have to say i'm from san antonio i lived here my whole life and i don't know if it's just san antonio but people are so kind when i'm trying to get through the door in my walker or whatever people hold the door oh I, yeah i can't drive right now and people have just been so kind in helping me and you are too. Well, great I hope, I hope you get better soon. One of the one oh, of the things, uh, and consistent with that, one of the things I I noticed when I moved from Minnesota and from Oklahoma, even I I went to ended up in San Antonio via Oklahoma, but I just uh, always struck me Texas drivers were so polite and patient. Yeah, compared to the, uh, the drivers in the north, 
And somebody told me it was part of it was that the roads are so much better here. That's and, true. Yeah, and that. Uh, That's true. So you didn't, if you let somebody go by, you didn't have to sit there <laughs> half an hour. You know. I just think it's nicer people. That could be. Yeah. A combination of both, maybe. I'd like to believe that. They're not Yankees, right? <laughs> well, we were even surprised when we moved here from Louisiana that, like, everybody said hello to you. <laughs> You'd be walking down the street. How you doing? Well, it's like, oh, fine. Do we know them? That's no. the Aggie influence. Is that the Aggie influence? They just have you, have you ever been on the A&M campus? Walking uh, across your A&M campus? No, there are a lot of howdies? Yeah. Okay. Especially well, from you know, core I, members. Sorry, I was going to say, but you know as soon as you leave Texas and, and go into Louisiana, you, you don't even need the sign. As soon as you see the roads change, you definitely right, know you're in tr- Louisiana. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> Yeah. See. Okay. See. See if this sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, was Texas. Uh, yeah. But it's it's amazing. Food. I love your food. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Thanks for calling. Thanks Thank for the you report. Thank yeah. Bye bye. Okay. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Barry's going to send me the information from Miss Cole. Oh, she called. She called in, so we've got we'll have that. We'll make sure it's okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to see if he'll email it to me. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll we'll double check with what you've got. We're still looking for uh, somebody that attended the yeah GBST <laughs> program on Monday and can give us a report. And I got a, a email. Uh, yeah. Uh, a a, a yeah. An email from a lady that start, started a blog and wanted me to put a, a link to the blog on plantanswers.com. What kind of blog is it? I get that uh, all the time. But uh, anyway, she did one on the 12 most beautiful birds in the world. Oh, my gosh. So that made me think of Calvin immediately. So we in the information index on the front front page of plantanswers.com, we have added another category named birds. Oh, good! And uh, you can go to that and see. Uh, you click on birds and open it, and I think the last listing is the twelve most beautiful birds in the world, and they're they're spectacular. Lesser goldfish. Photos too, huh? They, she sent photos too. Oh yeah, Be- beautiful photos. And there's actually yeah, international birds, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, uh, and then I got a couple of Calvin's articles on uh, hummingbirds and things like that. So uh, everybody, take a look at the the uh, information index, second listing birds, and. Uh, I, I, th- I was thinking we we might ought to put our uh, our bird walks uh, that we did in Mitchell Lake, Milton, where you're you're wandering around there looking for birds in in the bird category. Also, uh, during the during the break, Where are your pen? Okay. Also during the break. Uh, I want. I wanted to uh, during the during the Thanksgiving break. My webmaster updated all of uh, Calvin's newspaper articles. You sent them to him. Yeah. 
and he got them all on uh, plantanswers.com. And the, in the archives. In the archives. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, and we talk about your column, and people say, well, I don't take the paper anymore, or I'm out of San Antonio. And so uh, this is a good way to uh, see all his columns. Now, they're... Uh, uh, they 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 start in um, uh, 2019 and uh, start uh, go go from there and they they're dated they got the dates and uh, uh, subject matter so you can get to them by subject matter too yeah oh wow uh, I was thinking. It was just dates. And they go all the way. And they're, they're, like you say, you if you see a subject matter you like, uh, you click on it and then it opens that file. It goes all the way through 2011. So eight years, huh? <laughs> eight years of, of Calvin. If, you, if you're constipated or something... This is uh, going to hell. Uh, or you can't sleep. No, uh, <laughs> no but that was a movie, wasn't it? Eight Years of Calvin? <laughs> hey, um, so I didn't realize she was still on the line. I'm sorry, Miss Cole. You're still on the line. But uh, we've got your phone number. Uh, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Don't give the addresses on the line yet. If you've got <laughs> okay. them, don't give them on the, over the air because I want to kind of protect the people's privacy. But uh, did you want to come on the air and, and talk about And I've given Jerry your phone number. Did you want to come and uh, just uh, talk on the air about the seeds? Well, uh, I'll go ahead and share the info that I have as results of people planting it and were successful, especially if right if they got some rain. It seems ah. like that rainwater has something to do with uh, getting that to uh, submerge faster. So, so you, when did you plant yours? Mine is at my house. Okay, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, the, I'm southeast of Hondo. Okay, so when but, did you plant yours in Hondo? Yeah, but she's I waiting. Planted, she didn't get them. Oh, you I haven't got them yet. I, oh, she. I planted oh, she got it as soon as I got it. Okay, how how and, long did it take them to come up? Uh, well, we didn't get any moisture until uh, last week. So uh, they didn't come up till last week, but some other people whose names were on there, it come up much sooner. But they had moisture; they they had rainwater, and the name Jackie. I'm sorry, poor. He was an average listener of yours. He did oh. pass on. Oh, who's that? And, and Miss Smith, I, 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 maybe some people were puzzled by the name Jerry Parsons. I don't know that they would have seen it. Oh, back. you think people, people in those families would have loved to have had those seeds. So yeah, well, he's going to call you and see if and verify the addresses and stuff. But you think they saw that return address that said Dr. Jerry Parsons, and they went, "Oh heck no!" Uh, <laughs> just uh, give that back to him. <laughs> yeah. But, but I do appreciate everything, That's and cool. uh, I look forward to here listening and visiting y'all as often as possible. Thank you, Velda. Well, Miss Cole, you, you know, even wait, hold on a sec. 
Miss Cole, you were yes. talking about moisture. The sad thing is that I, I have irrigation, and I still have not been able to get the yeah. seed up. This is the saddest Crawford reseeding lettuce story on the yeah. planet. I'm, I'm, I'll think I'm, I'm going to have to try to find Steve Brown and get some advice, or he'll have to just come over there and bless it, bless my garden again, or something to get all it right. to come up. Thanks, Velda. You take care. Thank you for calling, and thanks for doing that for all those folks. Okay, thank we got you your very number. Much. You take care. Bye-bye. All right, so what we need now, I think we need to switch (laughs) gears because we have too many people calling that have actually had them come up. If you're with old seed, if your Crawford reseeding lettuce has not come (laughs) up yet, call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. James is on the line calling from Lytle. What's going on, James? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, just fine. I hope y'all had a nice Thanksgiving. Thanks. How about you? Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? Uh, actually, we're having it uh, in a couple hours here at the house. So I'm oh. turkey and dressing. Yeah, it's all in the oven. Uh, anyway, uh, Dr. Parson sent me, I guess, uh, I came in the mail about a week ago, and I hadn't opened it until this conversation started. I'm down in uh, northwestern Atascosa County, and I'm going to plant uh, in a container, but this envelope that he sent me has five packets. So um, I guess my question is, how thick do I need to sow this? And then once it comes up, because I've never grown it before, thinning, thinning, because my container's not that big, so I don't know how much seed to throw in there. And hopefully it yeah. Just put yeah. the put the seed, uh, take, use it one packet at a time. Okay, and and put the put the seed uh, right on top with no mulches or compost or anything else. Have have the soil moist, right? Or the uh, potting with soil moist, and just broadcast it uh, around the, on the top of the soil. Okay, and don't cover. And and don't cover. Please don't right. cover. Okay. And now, wait now this, and wait and wait three to four days. All right. And if it hadn't come up, put out another package on it. Okay. The reason oh, the reason okay. I sent reason I sent so many packages is was it was old seed. Oh, I got and you. I, okay. I, I didn't want Calvin's experience to be uh, widespread. Well, Calvin can find hope here. James's seat hasn't come up yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, then James's your, yours has come comes up, and then of course you can give it to give the rest of the seed to somebody else. There you go. Because yeah, yeah, hey, I, there you. That's a good idea. You don't want to save it save it. Yeah, I'm going to sow it this afternoon. One or two goes around, so hopefully by next weekend I can call and tell you if it's come up or not. But I got okay. Cool. Uh, and I'm hoping by next weekend, mine. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and when, as far as as far as thinning it, right. uh, maybe eight to ten inches apart when it gets big, when it, when it begins to get big. Okay. It, it, it'll come, Most of them will come up. I mean, uh, the cedars comes up pretty thick, doesn't it, Cap? Yeah. Well, it also also uh, transplants pretty easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can you can do that. You can transplant when you thin. Uh, you can transplant to other locations, in flower beds or wherever. That's good. That's good. It's like a little butterhead. I was reading an article. I was on hold from about uh, ten years or so ago about the pastor, Marshall. Uh, or Mr. Right. Clark, right. right. 
Yeah, recently I was on hold. So it's like butterhead, uh, lettuce. Yeah, uh, we don't know the exact breeding of that thing, but it's very similar to a, a butter crunch uh, lettuce. I. It's it's not a head it's not a head lettuce. A loose head. But kind it, of. It's more of a leaf lettuce. Okay, I got you. Well, anyway, I appreciate you sipping the seed. I'm going to try to sow uh, first go around this afternoon and see what happens. Okay, right. good deal. Thanks. Right on top of the soil. Be probably be oh, done tomorrow. Thanks, thanks James. Yeah, probably. yeah. All right, thanks, James. You take care. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Call us if you planted the Crawford reseeding lettuce and it has not come up yet. <laughs> I think Please, <laughs> I think the lines are all open. I'm not getting a lot of calls, Calvin. I don't know. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Help Calvin. Please help him feel better about this. Let's change the subject. Again. Okay, let's take a quick break and then we'll change the subject. I promise. Unless we get a call. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four Boulevard Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you haven't marked your calendar yet, mark it. December 7th, December 8th is Millburgers Annual Open House Weekend for Christmas, and it contains two great days of two different activities that are both a lot of fun. Saturday, December 7th is Millburgers Traditional Open House with all kinds of fun. First off, Santa's going to be there from 11 till 3, so it's a great opportunity for you to take family fun photos. There's free hot chocolate, wassail popcorn, roasted corn for just a donation to the Salvation Army, and for a donation to the Salvation Army, face painting from 11 to 3. Enjoy the sweet Adelines as they carol throughout the nursery and ride the little red choo-choo from 11 to 3. Then on Sunday, it's the cowboy tradition with the little red choo-choo, roasted corn, funnel cakes, hot chocolate wassail, hot chili from nature's creation from 11 till the pot runs dry, the Texas weather band, a balloon artist, and come by and see Santa again from 11 to 3 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, 210-308-8867, the number to call, 210-308-8867. And it's now the sun has broken out here at Millburgers, cutting through the clouds, and it's uh, warming up even some more. for Nice, calm wind. Yeah, actually, there's not much wind at all. I'm looking for the flag. Is it even? Eh, it's kind of. And I'm si- I'm sitting here munching on Satsumas. Yeah. Mary, Mary, Mary brought some in from her trees. She and they're sweet as sugar. Yeah, they're really good. They're the good. ones that she got are really good. So there, we, there was quite a variation, though, in the taste based on the the larger size. And, you know, we, of course, we didn't have a huge sample here. But she yeah. that's consistent throughout all those she's harvested. Right. I have some. I have one tree that's got a decent crop on it, but the fruit is, is smaller. small and really tart oh is it yeah i think it's uh it's one of the uh moys mr moys yeah one of mr moys and it's the first big crop it's actually had so but it didn't show that size variation that yeah quite often we see got a lot of fruit on relatively large number of fruit yeah it's kind of in the border next to my uh okay (coughs) other citrus 
Well, it should. Is it, is it colored? Yeah, it's getting colored. Is it colored? It's getting, yeah, it's getting some. Okay, it'll get sweeter. And uniform, uniformly turning color. Yeah, those small uh, satsumas, small fruited satsumas, are generally uh, sweeter, sweeter, and filled out. I mean, they're filled out. They don't have any dry locules in them. Whereas uh, sometimes when you have one or two fruit on a big tree, they'll get puffy. They'll get big, but they'll get puffy. Cherry will be happy to know, too, that I have left my tomatoes that he he said we should pull. (laughs) And the the tomatoes are now golf ball size. All right. Golf Calvin, go. Still sitting fruit. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet there are other gardeners out there that are in the same situation. You just you hate to pull them because they you, you know, w- they perked up after the weather broke, and then now they're setting fruit and putting some size on. You're wasting garden space, Kevin. Well, you could be eating broccoli. I've got plenty. by the time those fruit even. Get big enough to make chow chow. I'm, I'm eating all the kale and uh, mm. Swiss chard and uh, <laughs> other greens uh, that, that I can eat now. I haven't had any har- harvested. Is your spinach still hanging on? Yeah, the spinach looks good. I was just uh, debating on whether we should harvest some today or not. Yeah, we got. Uh, we still got good, beautiful broccoli transplant. And uh, spinach transplants yeah, too. Spinach. spinach is like spinach likes this weather. Oh yeah, this is perfect spinach. Yeah, and we Jerry and I had debated a little bit because we don't like to plant it too early; it gets caught up in some hot weather. But uh, so far, it's been perfect. Uh, uh, Neil Fair has got a question for somebody that uh, that wants to do things organically, Milton. Oh, good. It's, okay. it's a safer, good for them. Uh, more gentle way to do it. Okay. Well, and the question is, will blood meal keep rabbits away from the pansies? Or is that just a myth? Keep what away from the pansies? Rabbits. 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 Oh. Huh. And uh, We don't get a lot of rabbit questions. <laughs> and Neil answers back that blood meal seemed to work for me in my... Limited trials of it. Plus, it's also a good source of organic nitrogen for those who prefer to go to that go to that route. However, my tests were cut short when our three dogs were attracted. Go oh, to the blood meal. <laughs> to the blood meal, to its smell, and started rolling in it. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. that meant that they also were rolling in the pandies. Oh. I, I was thinking they were talking about, well, he was going to mention, they dig uh, uh, blood meal and bone meal. When you put that around your plants. Oh, they're looking. They dig. The dogs will uh, dig and or cats will dig and everything else to get that. They think they're. Getting some blood, I guess, yeah. and bone. So uh, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. So I, I don't know how to. Uh, that I bet you, uh, liquid fence would work for rabbits just like it works for deer. 
Yeah, we are. Yeah, most places, uh, I guess Dallas is that way too. But like up, up north, most places, rabbits are more of a oh yeah uh, threat than than a lot of the other things. Yeah, so. I know. I know. Uh, we had the uh, in Dallas, we had the uh, Texas Superstar Gardens up there with Steve George and uh, and uh, several of our research partners. And uh, that was a problem they had all the time. Was the rabbits came out there and either girdled, girdled the trees, ate the bark off the trees, or ate the ate the foliage uh-huh. of the plants. And I mean, they had them. You go out there at night, shine a light out there, the lies all over the place. Yeah, and the thirty years I've been here, I, I think I had two two years maybe where I had. Rabbits in my yard, and I haven't seen any since. Or were they jack rabbits or little no, they're bunny just, rabbits? They were uh, cottontails. Cottontails. Yeah. yeah, and I'm, they just. I've seen I've seen some jack rabbits uh, up around Bernie. Hmm. Yeah, the yeah. big ones. The jackalopes. Jack, <laughs> they're big ones. <laughs> when they're standing sitting on their hind feet, oh. looking at you, they look like a jackalope. Jackalope. You know, you mentioned this was uh, good weather for uh, spinach and um, and uh, the broccoli. Is yeah. It, I think last week, did you mention, too, that this was good weather for bougainvilleas? No. <laughs> what did you say? Well, well uh, it's, I mean. Begonia. Begonia. Oh, there sorry. you go. Okay. There you go. Begonia. What did I say? I said bougainvillea. <laughs> okay. Not quite well, the same. No, not quite the same. <laughs> But yeah, this is great begonia weather, uh, and even geraniums if you got. Ooh, really? Especially if you uh, uh, cover them. I mean, I mean, in the ready really hard, yeah, hard ready freezes. And we were talking about these uh, whopper begonias yeah, and that it, they had for sale over here. I don't know if they're finished for those or not. The uh, mine is my whopper that we we transplanted that was doing poorly. For a while, it's, doing well. It, oh yeah, it's doing real well. It's very happy. Yeah. Okay. And my uh, poppies are coming up. Oh, they're really. They're germinating. They're they're happily growing. Where the cat? All right. Remember, they we had the cat issue. So the apparently the cat made <laughs> half of the pot toxic, but the other half the, they just came up. Good deal. The that's the maroon Texas maroon. Mm-hmm. Pop or the or the red version. It depends. We'll see. Uh. Depends on what, what Jerry gave me. I think I'm going to have to go over there this year, and when they turn actually verify the color and, and, uh, and re- declare whether this and this, relieve this is red Milton or this is <laughs> anyway. We sent some to A&M, by the way. Oh, good. So they're going to be planted around the chancellor's house, but to that gentry guy. Oh, cool. Yeah, the, the, he's going to brother plan. of the guy that we yeah he going to plant. Uh, 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 they got a, uh, a, uh, yeah. Neil, Neil got a sycamore question. The question was, there are several sycamore trees in the park in our city. I've just noticed how pretty their trunks are, are now, and uh, they have lost all, but they have lost all the leaves. Are they a good tree in general? Now, uh, that, that, uh, in San Antonio, we would give one answer. Yeah. And we would suggest <laughs> if they're the Mexican 
There you go. There you go. That d- does well and is a good tree. Grows fast and seems to be d- disease tolerant. Of course, is very drought tolerant. Now we don't recommend the American sycamore. Right. But uh, other places, it's a good sycamore is a good tree. Because Neil says the American sycamore, they need copious. Here it is. It does not say copious. It, it does. does. Copious uh, amounts of water during dry spell. He's he's drunk the copious right, Kool-Aid. Right there. <laughs> Let's see. Where does it say it now? I don't even see it. He must be reading English murder mysteries. Oh, yeah. Sycamore and average treating a day. Oh, I don't see so Where am I missing it? Okay, well, oh, yeah, but they need a copious <laughs> amounts of water. Oh. There you go. Yeah, now if you can get Neil to say copious amounts of Osmocote. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, that that's a, I've noticed my neighbor uh, across the way from me there in, in Brown Station uh, luck, likes, obviously likes uh, sycamores because he had a big one. I mean, a big one, and it drops the leaves and all that kind of stuff. And it died during the drought. Huh. And he replanted, had it replanted, planted another sycamore in the same place. American, another American. Yeah. But uh, he liked sycamore. They're, they, I had a friend over on the south central, south uh, east side of town that had sycamore over his house. And in the, at this time of the year, when they lose their leaves, that bark just, gl- just glows, the, the pretty, pretty bark it glows. Gosh, the problem with them, they grow fast, and they quite often die fast, and then your face, they're... they're uh, yeah, they have bores. Yeah, and they're, and they're hard for arborists to, to deal with and take out. They're kind of unpredictable to cut down, and because of that, yeah. part of it is the bores, and part of it is their shape and the heavy branches yeah that's not not nearly the uh, now oaks are hard to cut but oaks uh, also have structural more structural integrity Mm. than a a cottonwood or and they don't make good firewood either no (laughs) can't split them but uh so don't yeah don't plant Mexican sycamore here. That, yeah, it, it is and, a good and one. Millburger sells them. Yep. And you can tell by the and, fuzz on the bottom of the leaves. Yeah, and you can get a CPS rebate if you plant a Mexican sycamore. Oh, still time. Yep. Cool. Good. And uh, Millburgers has all the information here, or you can go to the CPS website. And I know they're long lived because. Uh, First Mexican sycamores I ever saw was planted uh, with the help of Paul Cox at the zoo, at, at behind the zoo, and uh, those things are huge, and uh, of the Mexican sycamore, and they they've done well. They're not watered or anything yeah. else. They're great trees. Uh, somebody said uh, we're replacing an old wooden fence. It has a large Madame Galen trumpet vine, or trumpet creeper, growing on it. Will we be able to save it? Oh, gosh. Now, yeah. I, I would have said, <laughs> <laughs> you can't kill that thing with a bulldozer. Or, uh, 
uh, a trumpet creaker, creeper, uh, and then uh, Neil takes a cautious way and said, however, you may have to do some serious pruning if it's pushed away into an old fence. Uh, I, I ran into this experience in Tennessee. Uh, my mother, I had planted my mother uh, uh, a climbing rose, an old-fashioned climbing rose uh, on her fence. And it took the fence. It was a eight-foot-tall wood fence. And it took the fence. And so eventually the fence fell down. And so, so mother said, uh, I, she loved the rose, but she was saying, how are we going to save it? Should we transplant it? I said, no. I said, what you do when you get ready to take the fence down? This thing is thorny, too. I said, you get somebody to go in there and cut it flat to the ground. I mean, cut it flat to the ground. But do it within three days of what you're going to remove that fence, of when you're going to remove that fence, because it's coming back. In, in, in two weeks, it'll be <laughs> over the new fence, so no way to kill it. Hmm. So, And that's the same way with trumpet vines, trumpet creepers. Oh, okay. Hey, 210-308-8867. We're still waiting for that call for someone that is. Uh, is, is I, bet they, I bet they're looking for the number right now and and dialing the phone. Every yeah, day. if your Crawford reseeding lettuce is not germinated yet, call us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. We're live at Milberger's Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four and Boulevard Road, where folks are coming by and getting their Christmas trees. We're seeing them move out and go home with folks just about uh, every few minutes now. So uh, come on out and uh, pick out a beautiful tree for yourself. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. If you haven't marked your calendar yet, mark it. December 7th, December 8th is Millburgers annual open house weekend for Christmas, and it contains two great days of two different activities that are both a lot of fun. Saturday, December 7th is Millburgers traditional open house with all kinds of fun. First off, Santa's going to be there from 11 till 3, so it's a great opportunity for you to take family fun photos. There's free hot chocolate, wassail, popcorn, Roasted corn for just a donation to the Salvation Army and for a donation to the Salvation Army. Face painting from 11 to 3. Enjoy the sweet Adelines as they carol throughout the nursery and ride the little red choo-choo from 11 to 3. Then on Sunday, it's the cowboy tradition with the little red choo-choo, roasted corn, funnel cakes, hot chocolate wassail, hot chili from nature's creation from 11 till the pot runs dry, the Texas weather band, a balloon artist, and come by and see Santa again from 11 to 3 at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Trace is going to join us up on the porch. We've got a couple questions to answer, so we go to Mike right now uh, and talk about red oak trees. Uh, Mike, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, doing all right. Good. What's going on? Well, about 
two feet off the ground about a month ago, I was getting a patch of the first layer of bark coming off. And so I sprayed it with a bug killer, not knowing what it was, hadn't seen it before. I've lived in this house for 30 years. And uh, and then they, I put some pruning spray on it. And now it's starting to do it on the other side of the tree. And I don't know. Let me guess the tree. Tree is uh, eight inches in di- six to eight inches in diameter. Uh, yeah, probably about ten. Yeah, that's uh, my, you know my guess would be that it's just it's got to that stage of its growth where it's starting to ch- change out. Red oaks have are notorious for that uh, shiny, soft bark, and then they they get to a corky bark about this time. So it's uh, just natural. Oh, okay. Are, uh, so any any other characteristics that? I'm sorry. What's that? Are you saying my tree's putting on weight? <laughs> no, no, it's just just changing its uh, structure of its bark. Oh, okay. The only thing I should we, watch for is it still going to stay strong enough. It's... Yeah, no, it should be should be fine. Now that okay. now that you got the. Uh, Pruning paint patches and everything. On there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, well, yeah, should, it'll probably do. Or what, so. are, do you guys have any other? Mm. Uh, not unless it's rubbing from yeah. a deer or. or uh, uh, I don't get deer, like but that. I get some possum and raccoons in the yard. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't uh, be much interested. Uh, yeah. Now, I think I think that's what it is. Especially the okay. tree looks good on the up top, on top, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. So just yeah, just that's just uh, one of the development phases in the typical red oak. Okay. So that's good news. All right. Well, yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. You take care. Good luck, Mike. Bye. All right, Ron is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Ron, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Thank you, sir. Doing pretty good. Just uh, finishing up my last round. I have to work here and thinking about my dad. He had a, he's, been, uh, he's gone home to their big greenhouse uh, up yonder. And he used to grow a lot of tomatoes and just about all the goodies. Not the main tree you can think of different squashes, but he used to tomatoes, green tomatoes. My mom was fired from green tomato and a batter. Can you guys and hear? I can't I hear. Yeah, Ron, uh, do us a favor. Are you on a speakerphone of some sort? Because we're having, there's a little echo behind you, and it's, yeah. Let's, let's see. I okay, bet this is going to be now? better. Can you hear me a little better now? Yeah, that's much better. Thanks, Ron. Oh. Okay, what's going on? All righty. Uh, my dad used to grow a lot of tomatoes, and he'd always pick some a little early green, and my mom would fry them up green, and those were some of the best-tasting uh, tomatoes I've ever had in my life, fried green tomatoes. And I'm oh, yeah. who has, where can you find a, fry, a green tomato? Oh, Fresh. about half the gardeners <laughs> in San Antonio have still have green tomatoes. I don't think a garden. supermarket sell green tomatoes. I, I haven't uh, seen them. Farm to market? Would That's a farm it. to market sell them? Yeah, they might, especially if you went and told them that there was... Uh, oh, it's a good idea. This time of the year, it would be a little tougher, but uh, if you tell them you're interested in those uh, green tomatoes, they'll oh. bring you some for sure. Oh, 
Okay, I'm going to just make it a make that a point. Yeah, and one I, more I, item. Have you got Have you got your mother's recipe? I've got it. I've got it. It's just it's just black pepper and uh, onion powder, garlic powder, and some sea yeah. salt and good old flour and uh, okay. and milk. Make a batter and you just dip your slices into that and fry them in either uh, a regular vegetable oil or uh, oil with uh, a bit of uh, bacon dripping in it. No, oh, yeah. Ooh, you had us at bacon drippings. Yep, yeah, I yep, there th- you go. I, I always thought of them as a, a, a more start, uh, a, a, a just a, a, oh, a little little t- more tart uh, uh, summer squash. Yeah. 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 With the, oh, and we used to always cook summer squash with it. With a, a little flour on it too. However, however, I'm going to warn you. Oh dear! Before you do this cooking, they're not going to be as good as your mama's taste. I could agree with that. <laughs> Can't beat mom. Hey, <laughs> I got one more, one more yes. item here. Uh, we had it. My dad used to have a produce business. It's a long story, but we had a squash that was once called. It was kind of green, even though it was called a white squash. And uh, I guess you might have to dig. A, we might have to dig a little deeper to find these. These were like a scallop. They were round, maybe an inch right. wide, and they were just tasty. I can never find them at the big box stores ever, ever. Just your regular uh, green squash. I mean, uh, zucchini and yellow, and of course your acorns and uh, other conventional. But I could never find a white squash. I think they might have been called scallop at one time, but yeah. I just know that they're rare and yeah. I don't. Yeah, you just might want to look at some of the seed racks. So I, I would go on. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as a transplant. I would go on Johnny Select Seeds, and uh, or, they'll have a bunch of different varieties. Or Northrop. I mean Northrop. Yeah, Northrop King. Yeah, because they're, they're yeah the scallop. That's what it is. A scallop squash. And they're scallop really easy squash, to yeah. grow from seed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, just I, like a summer squash. Yeah, I just need to dedicate some time, but. Gentlemen, I'm just glad I uh, got to get to get wet your whistle on the green tomatoes, the fried green yeah. tomatoes. And, uh, okay. I look forward Do you have to, fried green tomato recipes on your uh, on Probably. Okay. They're easy, yeah. but they're hard to beat on taste. Yeah. No, you're, right. Cool. you're right. They are tasty. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Oh, Bye-bye. you're quite welcome, and thank you for all you do, sir. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So he wants, fried, he wants green tomatoes for Christmas. Milburgers has some other ideas, though. Yes, we've yes. got a lot of <laughs> it's a segue. That's a harsh segue. A lot of different yeah. uh, gift items that, yeah. uh, that for the uh, hard-to-buy-for gardener connoisseur. Uh, fountains, benches, garden tools, gloves, hats. Wind yeah. chimes, landscape books, pots, planters, crosses, outdoor metal art, custom address stones. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we could get that in time for Christmas, but we could, uh, well, we could get it ordered. Get like a gift certificate or a picture, and then they yeah. pick it up. Uh, citrus trees is one of the biggest gifts oh. that I see a lot of, and then uh, gift cards. Yeah, and the gift cards are a cool idea. We talk about that every season because um, my reasoning is kind of yours is that things are seasonal the gift card is good for forever yeah so they use it all yeah and so you could come in early spring 
Sure. Even though you got the gift in, in December, you could come in early spring when something comes in that you're looking for. And we do mail them. Uh, uh, they can yeah. actually call the store and speak with one of the cashiers, and we can actually mail a gift card uh, to any address. Yeah, so if you want, and you do, do you do the sentiment if they want to say, Dear Dad, happy. Mm, no, I don't think. Okay. We could, we could probably re- do something, but that's but not normal. Is it to, to Dad from Frank? I think that gets done. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, part of it is though too, you know, that you're addressing that issue of it's just a e- easy gift without much thought to it. But actually, if you get the person's favorite nursery, it is some thought. There. There's only one nursery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They, they, they go. I mean, they, most of us love to spend some time in our favorite nursery, looking around and and. Uh, finding the stuff we want to buy that fits into our landscape plan. So it is, it is a, a pretty thoughtful gift, I think, for, and it's an easy gift to, to give. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we had mentioned camellias. Yeah, we got on sale. Uh, 10 bucks off. All right, so we got about a minute. You want to mention camellias? Or do <laughs> you want to wait till tomorrow? Yeah, we have, uh, Trace and I were talking about it a while ago, and uh, he said these are early bloomers yes. uh, for the fall. Yeah. And uh, I guess they're different colors, right? Yeah, there's, there's uh, a slug of different colors over there. Oh, great. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go check them out. We'll talk about them tomorrow. And we'll talk a little bit more specifically about some of the items on the list. We didn't have time to go in depth. But but thank you, sir. Okay. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. We want to thank you for listening. We encourage you to come out. We have seen lots of Christmas trees go home with families. Uh, uh, so we encourage you to come on out to Mill Burgers. They'll help you tie it up, help you put it on the car. They'll help you with the whole process. And check your lettuce to see if it's up yet. Yeah, if it's not up yet, call us tomorrow, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up tomorrow. Thanks for Barry doing a great job getting the calls on the air. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.